0: I swam over to the boat and my coach was like, you did an amazing job, but you got, you got to get on the boat. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And I'm trying to kind of ask like what's going on. And
1: then she's like, you got to get on the boat. From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, an open water swimmer gets a lesson in giving up control from Mother Nature after this.
0: My name is Lori King. I do not have any nicknames, but I have a mermaid name, which is Lorelai. I'm in Long Island, New York, and originally from Pennsylvania, and moved to New York once I met my husband and, you know, the rest is history. I am a mom first, and wife, and a public health researcher, and I swam Division one in college. I had performance anxiety in college and, you know, people, maybe if they have nerves, they overcome it and they really love, like, the thrill of, of the competition. That's not me. You know, my times and in practice and were where they should be. And then I would get into race day and, you know, I would fall apart. I would focus on worrying about my goggles and whether my goggles were going to fall off or, or leak. There was definitely pressure I put on myself and expectations that you feel. But I loved it. I just didn't love the race part. I had taken time off after college. I really didn't want to look at the water again. I had gone as far as I could, and it took a lot out of me, physically and emotionally, and I was okay. I was content, and then after about seven years, I just felt like I needed to get back in. I wanted to get back in. I was missing something that was a huge part of my life. So I started swimming at this YMCA in New York City, and then this group of swimmers would jump in with me. One of them happened to say to me, you should come swim open water with us. And I thought, "Uh, "Okay, I don't know what that means, but sure. And that's kind of how it started. So it took several years before I actually competed in my first open water event anywhere from like 18 to 22 mile races or channel swims, that's typically what I do, that is the ultra marathons. So I was doing a swim in Tampa Bay. It was my first really long swim. And I was told that it was a really good training swim because there's not much to look at and it can be not the best swim as far as the conditions. that I can't stand is that whole beginning part where, you know, there's a ton of swimmers standing around and everybody looks like, you know, they could kick your ass and there's a lot of training that goes into these events. There's a lot of sacrifice that my family deals with and I don't want to let them down. But at some point, you just stop being nervous about all of the hoopla of the beginning, and and you can really just focus on settling in and finding your rhythm. I like the longer stuff because it feels less of a competition and more about why I do it, which is seeing if I can finish the swim. When we started, it was kind of gloomy, but I mean, we were also starting at 7.30 in the morning But that gloom never went away. It was choppy, raining off and on. The water was all churned up the entire time. I don't know how many people total were in the swim, but more people dropped out than finished. It was just a fight. The whole swim was a fight. But there was an Olympian, Brooke Bennett, who was doing it and she finished and it was me and another guy left in the water. And I think at the time, if I had known that I was swimming for 12 hours and still not finished, I probably would have started breaking down. But in my mind, I don't know, it could have been eight hours right on, on schedule. So you feed every half hour. You're not allowed to be touched and you can't hold on to anything. So what they do is they throw a water bottle out to you. Mine's usually on a rope. Or if you're going to eat something solid, they'll, you know, throw it out to you in something. I had just fed and then the whistle blew. And I thought, that's weird. I just did a feed and my kayaker started making his way to the boat. And I was like, where's he going? So I swam over to the boat and my coach was like, you got to get on the boat. And I thought... Because the weather was so crappy that it was an in-water finish, I thought, oh, maybe we finished or there's lightning. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And they just grabbed me and pulled me up. And I knew once you're touched, you're done. They had told me that there were two juvenile bull sharks that at first they came up to the boat and then they... You know, we're swimming around me and my kayaker, and the boat pilot. He said, "Now they're showing fins; they're exhibiting behavior that the next thing is they're going to start just going in because they were like literally circling." He just apparently like turned white and was like, "She's done." I don't know why I just got emotional there. Like it still bothers me. When I got pulled and they told me it was sharks, my first reaction was, So I can't get back in. I was three miles from the finish. So I was at mile 21 of 24. The next day, I went to breakfast by myself. I told my husband and my coach, I, I said, I just, I just want to be by myself. I just need to. I mean, I was like a mess. It was utter disappointment. I really questioned whether I should have gotten pulled. You know, I've been stung by man of war and it's it's a terrible <laughs> horrible feeling, but I could survive that. The sea life doesn't scare me, but being derailed because of sea life scares me. Not being able to be in control of a situation scares me. If it were up to me, And this sounds so reckless. And as a mom, too, I probably would have tried to chance it. My friend shared with me a part of a poem by Rilke. It says, Let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. No feeling is final, just keep going. I feel like that's kind of how my open water swim experiences are, but I would reverse it. Terror always comes to me first, but to get to the beauty part, I have to experience that terror and kind of overcome it. The terror is completely worth it, and there's always a lesson. I definitely you know, the next swim I might do something like slightly different that kind of changes things, so there's slightly less fear but it's still there everything that you worry about, the feeling the finish, the achievement when you have it, you want that again and so I would say that that's kind of what helps me through it I'm gonna do what we set out to do and
1: hope for the best. Lori King is an open water swimmer, a mother, a wife, and a public health researcher from New York. You can learn more about her at lorikingswimming.com. Lori is L O R I. This episode was produced by Sarah Vitak. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash dailyrally where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.